Michael. You really helped me get through this. If you ever find your marbles, come visit us. Well, how about today? I'm only here voluntarily. You are? Why? Well, back in 1979, I got real depressed when my off-the-wall album just got one lousy Grammy nominee. Hello, everyone. It is Fun Day Friday here on Matt's World. Matthew Barr is here. It is my world, and you all just live in it. And got me some cereal here. I'm recording this here in the morning. 10.56 in the morning, to be precise. Mm. Because I have a therapy appointment at 12, so gotta get this done. But nevertheless, here it is, our first episode in our celebration of Michael Jackson, because his birthday is on the 29th, and what you just heard there was a clip from the episode of The Simpsons, Stark Raving Dad. Of course, that episode has since been banned, and it has not been on the Disney Plus um, streaming network. Damn. So, luckily I found the clip on YouTube. And we're going to be talking about Off the Wall, which was released back in 1979. And this album really did... Um, kickstart Michael Jackson's solo career. I mean, um, his solo career... I mean, he released solo albums under the um, Motown banner, you know, back when he was still with the Jacksons. But um, they didn't really... Um, you know, they weren't really that big. I mean, of course, uh, you know, because of that... Because of the album, uh, those little albums, you know, we had they had songs like... Um, You know, got to be there, and um, <clears throat> you know Ben, and I want to be where you are. And then there was, of course, the song uh, "We're We're Almost There," which was the song that uh, Alicia Keys um, did a cover of, but. Nothing really major. It wasn't until Michael teamed up with Quincy Jones right after, um, well, they had teamed up doing um, The Wiz, you know, the soundtrack for The Wiz, uh, which was the movie that Michael did with uh, Diana Ross from Motown. It wasn't until he hooked up with Quincy Jones that, um, that you know, his solo career really started to blossom and you know you know the right production and it just became um you know it just became phenomenal and at this time you know the disco um era was starting to end you know and um and of course the jacksons you know they had some disco hits with their album um you know, the Destiny album, you know, which, of course, had 
shake your body down to the ground and blame it on the boogie. And, well, of course, we also can't forget Dancing Machine as well. Of course, that was years before Destiny album. That was when they were still on Motown. But, here, now this is the real, pure, last, um, great disco album, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, also that summer of 79, uh, Disco would be declared dead. So, that goes to show you. So, and also, before we get into the album review, um, our Friday female of the day, Paris Jackson. Yep. Yep, we got Michael Storr as the Friday female of the day. And rightfully so, because, um, you know, she's a talented actress, and I've heard some of her music, um, you know, some of her music is good, but, uh, I like her as an actress, and, um, you know, haven't seen her on American Horror Stories, season one, I mean, it was just tremendous, I mean, go back and look at Rubber Woman, um, Parts 1 and 2, and also Game Over. I mean, she was just tremendous in that. And, you know, I mean, I hope that uh, she gets brought back pretty soon in the uh, American Horror Story uh, universe. You know, I mean, of course, right now they're filming um, the 11th season in New York, but uh, I would love to see them, um, for the next season, um, bring her back, you know, or... Or maybe bring her back for Stories uh, Season 3. Which, of course, right now uh, they're filming Season... I mean, well, right now they're done with uh, Season 2. And um, three episodes into Season 2, and it's tremendous. I mean, uh, this one episode with Bella Thorne, Drive. I mean, oh, man, it is awesome. And sexy, too. So, without further ado, let's get right into the review. Alright, so the first song... Here off the album is Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. Don't Stop Till You Get Enough is the perfect track to open the album with. The beat in the first few seconds always gives me goosebumps and just lets you know it's time to get down and jam. You know, the doon, 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 doon. I mean, you hear that and it's like, okay, it's time to get down, time to get funky. You know what I'm saying? Then it goes into the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, yeah, you know, I mean, that that is the jam. You know, whenever I hear this joint, it just makes me want to get up and dance. It also has a catchy chorus, too, you know. Keep on, what the force, don't stop. Don't stop till you get enough. Keep on, what the force, don't stop. Don't stop till you get enough. Keep on. What the force don't stop. Don't stop till you get enough. Keep on. What the force don't stop. Don't stop till you get enough. <laughs> uh, Michael's vocals are out of this world on this track. And it's worth putting on repeat. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you definitely gotta put this track on repeat. And thus, I give it five stars. Alright. Track number two. Rock With You. 
Rock With You is both smooth and easy to dance to. This is a perfect song to rollerblade to and to dance to as well. I mean, whenever I think of this song, I think of the video, which by today's standards isn't a great video, but for me, it's awesome because it's the beginning of what Michael was to become. You know, you see him with the glittery, shiny shoe, I'm a suit, and, um, you know, he... He doesn't have all the dance moves yet, but even the little the little movements and stuff is just amazing for me. You know, I mean, I mean, and plus behind that, you know, that, you know, with the wall and the lighting, I mean, it's just tremendous. I dare anyone to listen to this and not want to dance because it's the second best track on the album. Yeah, with the first being, um, don't stop till you get enough, you know, I mean, I mean, Rock With You is just an amazing track, and thus, I give it five stars. Number three, Working Day and Night. You got me working, working day and night. Working Day and Night is a good, funky song. The guitar riffs on this song is definitely the special sauce on this song i also love the guitar solo in this song it's amazing you know the you know and also the trumpets in the song makes the song good as well really helps capture that disco uh you know flavor that disco sound a good song all around, you know, not a great song, but a good song, and good enough to get four stars. Number four, Get On The Floor. <clears throat> now, Get On The Floor is just pure disco. I can picture John Travolta's character from Saturday Night Fever dancing to this in the club, you know, and, um, and of course this album was, uh, released about, um, you know, right after, um, Saturday Night Fever, you know, so, uh, the best part is when Mike says, get up, what you gonna get down, shake your body, what you gonna get down, you know, I mean, it reminds me a bit of James Brown, you know, a little bit, and, um, and, of course, we all know that uh, Michael was heavily influenced by James Brown. This is a great disco sound and purely underrated. Yeah, purely underrated track. And thus, I give it four and a half stars. All right, next track, track number five, Off the Wall. And this is another song I can actually... Uh, see John Travolta's uh, character in Saturday Night uh, Fever dancing to as well. Off the Wall is the third best song on this album. It's another great disco song that just makes you want to get up and dance. I especially like the uh, lyric, Gotta leave that 9 to 5 up on the shelf And just enjoy yourself. You know, I mean... 
I mean, that is a great lyric, you know, it's just about, you know, leaving your job and your problems up on the shelf and just going out and just having a good time, you know. This is a great song to listen to. I mean, it truly is. And I give it five stars. Track number six, Girlfriend. And this is where we start to slow things down a little bit here on this album. Uh, Girlfriend is the first song that Michael and Paul McCartney uh, collaborate on. And here's what a um, few people um, may not know. Uh, Paul originally wrote for Michael in 78, and he at first rejected it. And it wound up being on Wings's, um London Town record. And after Quincy heard it, Michael did a cover of it. I've heard both versions, and I got to... Michael's version is much better. It's smoother. You slow. You can slow dance to it. And the saxophone is awesome. You know, I mean, I mean, it's just amazing, you know. Tell them what you do to me late at night when I'm in the sleep. We're gonna have to tell him you'll only be a girlfriend of mine. <laughs> yeah, five stars. Track number seven, She's Out of My Life. She's Out of My Life is, without a doubt, the best ballad on this album. From beginning to end, you can just hear the pain in Michael's voice. <clears throat> I also love how... How, um... You know, he cries at the end because it adds to the sadness of the song as well. You know, I mean, you hear it at the end, you know, after he's done singing and he's just um, crying. And the story behind it is that there was a girl that, um, that, uh, that broke his heart. And um, I don't know who he was in a relationship with. I mean, but... Um, and, but, uh, I think, uh, but around that time, you know, I mean, there was always rumors of who he was dating with, who was dating and stuff like that. And so, um, um, so, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Um, but, um, but nonetheless, it was a great, you know, it's a great song and a great ballad and, um, it's definitely worth listening to, and I give it five stars. Next, I Can't Help It. Uh, this song was written by Stevie Wonder and Suze Green. Uh, Suze Green was uh, one of the last members of the Supremes, 
and uh, she remained with the Supremes until they uh, broke up. And I love the piano arrangement, and it just makes it a smooth song. I also love Michael's vocals on this one too. It's amazing. It's a great song to slow dance and make love to as well. You know, um, I would definitely make love to my girlfriend with this song and I give it five stars number nine it's the falling in love <clears throat> this song was written by Carol Bayer Sager and David Foster with Patty Austin on guest vocals. Once again, a song that's smooth enough to slow dance to, but at the same time, upbeat to dance to as well. You know, I just love the blend of Patty and Michael's vocals. It's just a winning combination. I mean, um, I mean, Patty Austin definitely uh, holds her own on this track. And also the same year, that this song was released. Um, this song was also given to uh, Dee Dee Bridgewater uh, for her album "Bad for Me," and you can, you know, you can go and and look for it, and um, it almost sounds similar. And also, a little known fact, uh, Michael would later do a rework of this song during the Dangerous Sessions with a young singer called uh, Sparkle. Um, not uh, Sparkle, the one who worked with R. Kelly. This Sparkle is S-P-R-K-L-Y-E-L. -E um, it got left off the album when uh, Sparkle left the label, and Mike had to choose between this song and Can't Let Her Get Away. And years later, it um, it was released on YouTube, and you can go and um, and go listen to the track. I mean, it's a very uh, more danceable New Jack Swing version, and it's um, you know it's a tremendous track, you know. And I hope that they re they really re-release it uh, if they ever do another special uh, re-release of. Um, of dangerous and i've heard all three versions and they're all great i can't um decide which one is the best actually i really can't and i give it five stars and now for the last track on this album burn this disco out burn this disco out is the perfect song to end this album this song just oozes disco i also love the callback to shake your body down to the ground you know when michael says gonna dance gonna shout gonna burn this disco out you know as opposed to saying let's dance let's shout shake your body down to the ground let's dance let's down take your body down to the ground you know I mean, this is an awesome track, and it's also worth adding to your disco playlist, too. If you have a playlist of disco songs, then this is definitely 
worth adding to. Yeah. So my final grade for this album is an A minus. This album was released in August of 79, as I mentioned, right when the disco era was ending. And this is truly, in my opinion, the last great disco album. Quincy Jones's production work was just phenomenal, and it was just really a preview of what was to come with Thriller. It has great disco tracks, but also good love songs as well, and for me, She's Out of My Life is the ballad on this album. Uh, the fact that this only got one lousy Grammy nomination, as Michael said in the episode is a sin because this album is incredible i mean how this only got one grammy nomination i have no idea um but nonetheless it's a must-have for any fan of michael jackson and of disco music and next week we are going to be doing a review of thriller yep the album thriller so Make sure you all tune in for that. And that's it. Hope you all enjoyed it. And until then, don't have a good day. Have a great day. Goodbye, everyone.